You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. my baby! And we got an amazing guest. She is killing it on the indie scene. She's a writer. She's a creator, a world builder with a dope project out now on Kickstarter. Already funded in one day, but we need to make it rain so we can open up all these many portals and more. Let me introduce to you the one, the only of Worthy Chaos Comics, Clarissa Grant. What up? Hi. <laughs> That's a great introduction. I really like that. ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、ね、
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't see any Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, with guys with blades here in their hands, but there's a giant dog that's going to eat me. So, yeah. So, but yeah, that, that pretty much started it. And uh, uh, it pushed me to do mostly, I actually was into obviously horror movies, but um, video uh, horror games, Resident Evil 2. Um, okay. it's, it's, Resident Evil 2 is really what started the writing. Um, my love of Resident Evil 2. And um, my writing came from role play. And after I saw the movie Stay Alive, um, well, I was doing, I was doing, I love the movie. <laughs> it's, it looks like it shouldn't be a good movie, but I just love that movie. Um, but I, I went online to do the, the research because I love to see the, the true facts of, you know, the, the behind the, the movie. Um, and there was people on, and yes, I'm aging myself here, but on MySpace uh, role playing. And I was <laughs> like, isn't that like, like, you know, copyrighted, like, how are you using their images? And they're like, no, 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 you pick a character you want to do and, and you're fine. So I'm looking around the room and I had this giant cutout of, of Leon from Resident Evil 4. And I was like, oh, I want to be Claire. So I was Claire Redfield and I are Peter for 15 years. And um, I'm dyslexic very badly. And I started as a and um, I, for two years, I did one lines for two years. I did Hera, and then I said, there's no way I'm ever going to do novel air. I mean, there's no way I can write all of that. And somebody kind of broke it down for me, like, oh, it's not that bad. You do this. So I was so proud of myself for years. I did 1,000 1, word replies. And then I met my co-writer, um, and we got into the story, and I asked her to take this role. I said, you know, I've been holding on to this role 15 years. I, I thought it up, and I wanted to do it. And I, I met so many great writers, but I never got that spark from the, this met Jessica on the second day. I was like, I never give up roles. Do you want my role? And she's like, I never take roles, but yeah, I'll take the role. And I sent her like a 4,000 word starter and that, and that just, <laughs> that just started this wave. Um, and her and I together in two years wrote 11 novels, uh, each about a hundred thousand words each. Oh my and goodness. Five of those novels is this series. So series one, the rest is the prequel, and another five is the spinoff. So this is five uh, novels that we wrote that I converted into scripts. Um, so it's already written, and it's about 40 issues. <laughs> Ooh, okay. so, to so total, we probably have about 85 issues written for so far. We're still writing. We're both writing daily. Um, we, we send each other uh, chapters as we go. She sent me one yesterday and I was working on one before I came on here. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I, I started. We, we, we had a story and we were so obsessed with it that we wanted to see it in comic book form. And since we, um, if we were rich, we would just hand this out to everyone, but unfortunately we're not. Um, but we just really want to share the story, but we, it's for, uh, we, we, we really want to see our story come to life. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah, so we and we, we you know, it's, it was a really hard road finding our artist. It took us months and thousands right. of dollars. Talk about that learning curve then. What's yeah. that learning curve like? Because you're going from novel to scripting and now building a team to make a project come to life. So what's that so, process for you? <laughs> well, I uh, the downside is I lost about five grand with the first artist. Uh, I stole three grand and then I tried to fix it for two grand. And I did not like it and I did release it, but after it was done, I, I, it just, it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. And when I found this new artist, um, he actually started at issue two. 
because everyone said you don't have to redo one you don't have to redo one but i felt like i did you know so i was trying not to because i wanted to get some of the money back and then he this artist did issue three and by the time he did issue three he was so into the characters and, and he just got it so down packed i was like you have to do one you have to do one and it has to be done before you go on vacation because i'm launching what my first that the last campaign was technically my real first campaign and wait, he wait, 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 don't gloss over that. What do you mean technically my first? Did well, you try to what happened here? So the first one was like the first artist and it was kind of like okay. a soft You're opening. Okay. I didn't, yeah, I didn't do any advertising. I didn't do, I didn't know anything. I I, I jumped into this without any knowledge whatsoever. Um, and so the last That's one, actually, one. Don't jump in blindly. <laughs> I, I jumped in blindly and deaf. Like I had like no, like I... I, it, this is the conversation that flat out happened. Um, we we were going we were gonna try to release the novels, but the, it's role play style. And an editor said you'd have to combine the whole thing and lose pretty much most of it. And we said no, we'd rather make no money from it than destroy our story. So we decided that. So I decided I'm gonna print them out for us through like Lulu's.com or whatever it is. So I'm gonna find us an artist. I'm gonna have us make nice pretty covers for them, and then we'll print it. And while I was looking for an artist, I, I they were all really cartoony. And I said, do you want cartoony or do you want realistic? And she's like, cartoony is fine. And I was like, you don't mind cartoony? She's like, no. I was like, okay, um, what about a comic book? <laughs> she's like, okay. So so I jumped out. I found an artist. And at night, I was texting her. And I said, um, I have no idea how to do a script. Like, I, have, I don't know what I'm doing. She's like, you'll figure it out. Oh. Woke up the next day, watched a YouTube video. And I was like, all right, I got this. So I sat down and I did an entire script and then somebody read it over and said, um, do you want any of the art to be seen? Cause all you have is like dialogue. And I was like, Oh, that's yeah. Okay. So the dialogue is my, was my bane of my existence. So my first script wound up being two. So I automatically had two scripts because I had to advance the, you know, the space and there, you know, that was, oh, yeah, when, when you write a novel, you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about, um, did you, you know, is there a, a knife in the room? You just say, oh, I grabbed the knife that was in the room. <laughs> so you have to think ahead when you're doing scripts. Um, they're closed. You have to remember, you know, oh, don't forget they have a scar here or this. So that that took some time. Um, but the, the biggest thing was definitely the dialogue. And um, and our, our dialogue's a little different. Um, so... For our story, she wrote everything for Draven. He's one of the main characters. He's the main character, Draven. So she wrote everything, all his mannerisms, all his thoughts, his, his speech, everything. And I wrote Serafina. So when you're reading the book, you're literally reading two different minds, you know. So it's oh. a little bit different. Two than, actual conversations. Yeah, it is yeah. actually two different people. So um, there's, there's a little bit uniqueness to that. Because even That's when cool. most co-writers, you don't usually have them writing just the character. No, um, wait, so, I gotta find that. So what were the origins behind that idea? Cause that is a dope idea. Well, when when you role play, you you pretty much take over as one character. So how it works is I would have a page, Serafina's information's on there. We would have a picture. We usually use actresses or actors for pictures. And um, I send her point of view. So the very first starter was her going through, you know, all this stuff until she meets up with him. And then she comes in and writes her point of view, and then when they meet up. So from then on, I write a chapter, and I have to, like, say, 
what we're doing, you know, where we're going, what we're doing, what we're saying, what, what my character's saying. Then she comes in and writes her point of view from that whole chapter through his eyes. So he will respond. Well, she'll write what he responds to my writing or my words in her chapter. And that's why it wasn't going to make a good book because they're split. So you'd have to read one chapter and then read the next chapter and it'd be two different, you know, conversations going on. But for comic books, it works perfectly. All I do is put them together and they're talking to each other. So, um, so yeah, that, that was a little bit different, but, um, it's, it's, it's unique and it's a new unique story. And, um, unique. I don't, I don't know. Where... It's so unique. You got ASAP, like genius. Kudos. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it is. I've never heard anyone uh, or a creative duo speak about writing with that approach. So, yeah. Again, yeah. I, it, it is an yeah. amazing idea. Well, you know, it's it's definitely different because people say, well, one of the hardest things is when you're reading a book, the same person wrote all the characters. So you have, you know, the mind of one person. But with ours, that's not true. <laughs> you have two completely different people. Yeah. Folks, we're talking all about this awesomeness over here, right? And we're going <laughs> to keep talking awesomeness, but check it out, folks. And Dawn is showing you love. You're a rock star. Yes. Dawn, Dawn is my, my traveling um, cheerleading squad, and, and she follows me around and makes me look important, and I love her all for it. <laughs> there you go, Dawn Rock. We always, we always need that. So check it yes. out, folks. Out of a thousand dollar goal, she's already at eleven hundred forty-three. <laughs> yeah, it was under. Uh, well, when we got that, it was under six hours because we started at like noon. So it was six, about under six hours. hours. Look at this, yeah. folks. You see what I'm saying? And there's a video here. Let's take a look at the at the video real quickly, and then we're gonna proceed and speaking about this whole dope book. <laughs>
So let me tell you, so this cover is from um, the DC artist Ken Hunt, who worked on Batman as a penciler and inker and Harley Quinn, all those great stories. And then it was colored by the current interior artist for Lady Death Universe, C.C. Dela Cruz, and they both did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Like, Look at this. Holy. <laughs> Woo. I yes. am digging it. So this is the, what, the main cover for the That's book? a variant cover. That's very variant. Yeah. Yo, the first two are variants, uh, I think. so sick. Yeah, the first two are variants. And this is by uh, Fabio. He's a, an amazing artist. I actually have the original here, which I love. And it was colored by um, uh, Fernando. And they did a phenomenal job, too. That's the bar fight in the beginning of the uh, the issue, which is an well, awesome fight, by the way. I have a friend of mine that's his fantasy in life to have a, a bar fight. Like, <laughs> what do you mean a bar fight? He goes, I literally want to grab somebody and, like, you know, drag them down the bar. I'm like, geez, bro. <laughs> I ain't hanging out with you then. I ain't getting yeah. that type of trouble. Thank you. This is my artist's uh, first uh, in the video, not this person, but the, the artist in the video and all that is actually my his first job. This is his first job. First. And yeah, he, well he used to be like a portrait. He used to do portraits for like cats and dogs and people and, and, and everything. And then he came along and he's like, are you interested in, uh, in hiring? And I was like, by that time, I was exhausted because I couldn't find somebody. And I was like, I have like five people doing a free page. If you want to hand in a free page, hand in a free page. If not, I'll pay you if I don't get one of those five people. And he goes, no, I'll do a free page. And he did. And it was phenomenal. And that's his, this is my artist, um, uh, uh, Jonas DeCosta. He's absolutely amazing. And this is our homage. If you know Supernatural at all, this is our homage to Supernatural. Um, the uh, license plate is Dean Winchester's birthday. Uh, they're in the position that um, Dean and Sam were in on one of the posters, and and um, that's why it looks familiar. Cause yeah. I'm, not, I'm I'm not a big fan of that, but I'm like, yo, I've, this feels and looks familiar. <laughs> See something like this? I just can't. Thank you, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I, I, I would have been. I was about you know how in Google now you can search a picture. For reference, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna do that shit after our pod. I, I, I swear, you, I was like, <laughs> yeah, deja vu, man. Yeah, yeah that's you fucked me uh, up. Man. I smoked before. Not good. <laughs> that's our warning. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love it. A warning, folks. There yeah. we go, and there we getting it. Right as she says, right in the middle of the business <laughs> at the bar. Holy smokes, Christian, that was for you. All right. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I yes. love it. This is the bar. This is the bar fight in the bar, and then out in the parking lot. So there's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of fighting in this, and at the end of the issue, there's fighting with with vampires. So it, there's a fight all the time. So. Wonderful. That's what we want. Action packed yeah. goodness. And look at the panel usage here. And then you go into this black and white with the reds. Uh, love it. Yeah. I love how the panels flow. Nice. That's actually all of my artists. We that's what we kind of clashed on the first issue we worked together because I had a vision and he had a vision and I was used to just giving my script to somebody and they make these boring. I don't want to say boring. I'm just saying normal <laughs> panels, you know. And they make these normal panels and they don't put any thought in it. And if mine, if I have five panels on a page, they have five panels. And with him, it kind of clashed because he he does action so well. 
And it took us arguing back and forth before I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll compromise to you because you're, you know what you're doing. And I cut my page from six panels to three and he turns those three into like eight. Like he just does this amazing panel work. So this is all. Yeah, all it's gorgeous. That's what we want in a comic. We want our yeah. eyes to take a ride in the book, you know, feel yeah. cinematic, especially with, with this type of story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so to, to give a brief description of, of the genre or familiarity, it, I, the best way to describe it is Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Supernatural in Silent Hill and the Resident Evil world. And that's kind of what goes on here. And I've also had people call it Romeo and Juliet in Hell. So there's that too. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Tell it. Tell it, girl. I know Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, y'all listening, right? Yeah, you know, I t- somebody asked me once, which would I rather have, a movie or, in a sh- or a show? And I got to be honest, I would love a rated art animated series. Like, that's that would be, if I ever had my choice, that would be what I would have. And there's my car. my Not my real car, but that car I want, the Impala. They're stealing it. Both. <laughs> I hope you don't have to go into a bidding war for one. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard to get now, damn it. Yeah, but look at the way homie drew that car. Yeah, isn't that gorgeous? No, everything. Jeez, it, lo- it looks like more like photorealistic than a yeah. drawing. Yeah. Right? It looks like a real car. Yeah. He did oh, amazing. Yeah. Holy crap. He's and again, great panel uses. Very, very warriors. <laughs> yeah, right? Must panel. Yeah, yeah. And hmm. um, yeah, and, and here comes the, the next fight. Uh, and and my 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 chick there, she's a pretty good fighter. She fights in high heels, apparently. <laughs> Ain't that high, uh, you know? They're still gonna yeah. hurt if she picks somebody dead in the throat, though. <laughs> that would that would be a little harsh, yeah. I can't walk in high heels, so she could do it for me. I just uh, I could barely walk in my sneakers without tripping. So, um, yeah, yeah, I have a brother like that. <laughs> yeah. he, he's better off just barefoot. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. He just don't know. He drags his feet. So if it's a rug, it's a wrap. He's he's yep. eating floor. My so, my husband yeah. drags his feet. He's got he's got he. My husband's five six, and he has uh twelve uh the size twelve shoes. So he's and he wears these big boots. Like yeah, he's he's very. You're always tripping over them. Yeah, it's like Frankenstein walking through the house, man. You yeah. gotta watch out. Make sure he hasn't put life insurance on you. Maybe those yeah. shoes. Are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yelled at him too because he left the, the boots dude. right in front of the doorway. It's like oh, that's smart. <laughs> and oh, that's our Nubis, who's uh, it's gonna seem weird, but uh, he's playing fetch with a hellhound. Um, and those are her parent the the parents there. The the angel uh, to the left is her father, and the demon flying away is his father. Um, so the main character is she's an angel descendant, and he's a demon descendant, and. Their fathers are after the weapon that she was created from. So she was created from um, uh, a weapon that has the power of souls in it, that him as an angel used to carry the souls, judge them, and bring them to heaven. And they would be contained in there. And the angel of chaos always tried to get those. Um, And now they're trying to get it from her. And um, her father controls Anubis right now. He has a remote control that controls him, and he does what he says. And the father demon, he controls the hellhounds, but he controls them by, he beat up the, the leader, which is right there. His name is Croc. And he beat him up. So Croc doesn't listen to him, but all the other hellhounds do. So for whatever reason, Croc really likes Anubis and he brings him a stick. 
and Nubis doesn't know what to do with it, so he throws it, and Croc brings it back. Yeah. <laughs> so for the rest and of the game and dogs need love too. It's okay. Right? That's what I said. And um, <laughs> if you, yeah, you can see he has a broken horn, and that's from the the demon. He doesn't he doesn't um, breathe fire like the other ones because he was beat so bad. So yeah. So for the rest of the series, this poor little hellhound just follows Anubis around wherever he goes. So. Yeah, but what a design on Anubis, though. Holy crap. I've never yeah. seen him so fearsome before. Yeah, he's awesome. And he's he's in it more and more. Like in, in book three, he's in it a lot. And because he's he's the god of the god of the dead in the uh Egyptian verse, um, and our book three, it's all zombies. It's it's Resident Evil 2, pretty much the trapped in a city, and <laughs> and he walks through and he just lifts the staff up and the zombies just move out of the way because he controls the dead, so it's like parting the Red Sea. So I can't wait to see that drawn out. Because <laughs> I think it'll be yeah. cool. Yeah. And look, let's get into it, folks. Because when you make it rain, you start yeah. getting stuff. And listen, as simple as 10 bucks, just because you believe in it. But if you want something, it starts as low as five bucks for a PDF. And I All will right? tell you, for the PDF, um, you get the black and white version and the color version. Ooh, and the ooh. first stretch goal is uh, at a hundred and th- at thirteen hundred. So we, we're almost there. And for, for that stretch goal, you get sixteen number one issues of PDFs from the j- same genre. So for five bucks, you can pretty much get eighteen PDFs. So, oh, not. <laughs> so well, never on no platform can you get that many books, right? Five dollars. Yeah, I had a lot of supporters and I supported a lot of them. And when I, I reached out and said, who wants to donate for a stretch goal? They all came forward and were like, we will give you our first stretch. Again, so this is why Angie Community is the best. Yeah, that's right. It is absolutely the best. Look at um, PDF for four, five yeah. bucks, $10. There we go, folks, for you that like smell the ink. <laughs> I will say about, um, about the ink... Uh, they these books really really do great um, in hand because I mean PDFs are great but these are eighty pound weighted glossy pages so these are heavy pages um, this is our first Anubis page where he comes out looking all cool and stuff um, but this is a heavy book and it just looks so amazing and glossy it's just phenomenal and um, yeah so PDFs great. And I love them, but I'm telling you, in hand is just awesome too. So, and Dawn yeah. cheerleading for you, sales. <laughs> Damn, good books. That's Isn't she right. good? I need to pay her more. <laughs> <laughs> so all these rewards, we have a ton, and I get yelled at all the time for this. Why I have so many? But it's because I love merch, and every time I buy it for myself, I have to pay for it. But if I offer it to you, it's tax deductible. So. That's hey, <laughs> I hear you. There you go. Right? You're yeah. a businesswoman too, hey. folks. You know how it works. Yeah. Uh, so there's like four. There's actually like four stickers. So the first four stickers. That's a, the little Nubis sti- sticker. The first one was the angelic weapon, and then the next one's the. See, that's the little angelic weapon, and then which is also our logo. There's a mirror one that's about three inches, and this is my favorite. That's the cute Anubis. That's about four inches, and he's adorable. And then we have buttons. Oh, we have a button. And now this art is from issue two, which is Ian Chase Nichols, who did the cover. I and know Ian, man. Yes. Tell me, are you going to WickedCon this weekend? I'm not, no. I wish I was. 
Yeah. Oh I'm, man, I'm in Tennessee, so I, I yeah. Oh, gotcha. I, I, I want to see you in this weekend over there. Yeah, I would love to. I want to. I want to uh, meet up with both Ian Chase Nichols and Ken Hunt because they both did my awesome covers, and they both came back and said, "Could we do more?" And he's Ian Chase Nichols is doing um, my issue six. Nice. And it's a, a vampire swarm. So he goes, oh, can I do a wraparound cover? And I was like, uh, yes, you can. Sure. <laughs> He's doing the swarm from the back to the front of my two characters being swarmed by vampires, which we have a little bit unique vampires in our story. Um, and they get introduced in this issue, issue four. Now, ours are called clotters and their heart beats every six hours, just enough to fend off uh, a rigor mortis. And uh, because I never liked vampires that you cut them and they bleed, like they don't yeah. have any blood flow. So ours, when you bleed and it's disgusting and I apologize ahead of time, it, it looks like dark pudding. Like it comes out clotted blood. So I don't know if you've ever seen clot. It's yeah. disgusting. Um, so the only way to kill them is decapitation or fire. Now the scary part about them, besides being super strong, um, they have a hive mind. So the whole family can communicate, but not only that, if they taste your blood in any way, they can track you wherever you go. And if you okay. kill one of them, the entire family will chase you until you're dead out of revenge. So that's pretty much yeah. the plot of them. Obviously, you know, she gets bit, she chops off the heads, and now they have to go hunt the entire family just to keep themselves safe. Jeez. So, <laughs> so we got glossy cards, we got glossy prints. Nice. You got cards and all that. I really yep. love this. We also have, this is that we did a metal, there's a metal print. Metal? Uh, yeah, metal. We haven't gotten the picture in, but it's in the mail. Um, but it has rounded corners, and it's on silver aluminum. And it's it looks phenomenal. I don't know if you've ever seen metal print, but they're pretty cool. Oh, amazing. And then we yeah. have, those are the metal uh, bookmarks. And um, the left one is white aluminum with black ink on top. And the other one is copper with the ink on top. Oh, wow. But the next one's the weirdest, and that is a wood print. <laughs> a wood print? Yes. It's laser uh, etched into wood. So it's like burnt into the wood. Um, and it just looks, we only we only have three available, but it looks phenomenal. And it I, actually I it. does. It looks yeah. really effing cool. They did amazing. That the whole, that it would take the whole piece of wood, like the black, the wall, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't sure about the font. Like I actually got a little worried because I was like, there's such fine lines in this can you really show that with etching is like don't worry about it and this this is from nerdables if anyone wants to look them up they are amazing mm -hmm. i literally called them up friday afternoon i said i have my kickstarter on tuesday can you send me a picture of one by monday so i have it for my kickstarter they said no problem and they sent it to me on monday and it's in the mail already so wow yeah. great job check that out and different very unique indeed oh snap what's going on <laughs> so this is uh i have one here it's the uh, 3D printed Anubis bust. He lost his little staff. Um, so this is the staff. Then this is the Anubis. Uh, yeah. I don't know where my camera is. There we go. And um, there's only six of these left, and the artist isn't doing them anymore. So the six there, once they're sold, they're sold. Um, <laughs> yeah, the wood is cooler than ice cream. I, I like ASAP. ASAP's <laughs> well, amazing. An amazing yeah. From the UK, that's Katie's right there, man. Let me tell yeah. you. So, um, this is the original type of uh, I don't know what it is. It's like a plastic filament that 
I guess, melts together. I don't know how 3D works, but that's the original type where it kind of like prints it individually by line. And the next one after that is printed resin. And it's a, this is six inches. And the next one is a, a tabletop GP. There you go. It's a role-playing uh, tabletop miniature. So it's a lot smaller. It's about 1.1 inch. Um, the detail is phenomenal on it. Um, they come non-painted, but uh, you, they're primed. So you can paint them right away or you can leave them as is. Uh, I'm actually going to paint one. Um, I've come to the conclusion. I, I, I like painting miniatures. I think it's going to be cool. So. You should definitely do that on a live stream. Yeah. <laughs> so I can scream while I mess it up like, damn it. Right? Yeah, we've got pillows. Yeah. And um, I have I have the, the bigger ones here, but these are about a foot uh, in length. Uh, so there's there's two Anubises or there's three. There's three Anubises. There's a cute one and whatever. And then we have one for them. And they kind of go with the statues that we have of them, too. So, yeah. There and that's go. there you go. That's the cute one. <laughs> He's adorable. I think he's friends with Skeletor. I swear. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah, look, Skeletor has one too. Yeah, see? See, look. He has the weapon too. Nice, yeah. Right, so Skeletor and Anubis are boys. Right? Or, he, or he stole that and Anubis is going to give me a visit tonight, which I don't want. <laughs> yeah. And then oh, this is so cool. my Anubis, yes. This is, uh, these are handmade. Uh, and he actually comes with his own 3D staff. So let me, he feels lost without it. I'm, it always pokes me in the eye. But so he's got his own little staff and uh, he's got the gems. He's all the way around. That is so cool. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's phenomenal. And I think there's four of these left. Um, and I love this thing. I have a lot of plushies. They're not all listed because I'm, I, you know, I have my zombie merman. This is from issue two. She fights a zombie merman. Um, I have the skeleton bird from issue three, and then I have a plushie that he hasn't even been in this series yet, but, uh, he's on my poster back here fighting Anubis. Um, so yeah, I have, a, I, have I love plushies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we could tell. That's, yeah. cool. That's pretty cool though. Well, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, I really love this fucking design, yo. <laughs> this is, um, my statue section. And these are made handmade, um, and the, the that one's made from a lightweight clay. It's about eight, eight inches tall, and the next two are actually like clay, like made from clay. And the, that statue oh, wow. then is a pound of clay, and then the one underneath it is got a, a metal uh, staff, and that's a taller one, and um, very very detailed. Yeah, sick, sick, and that goes with the whole story. Breaking it down, folks, for you to know the business. There goes the books. And, but damn, the, the, that that Ian cover really stands out. I love, right? you know, the heavy inking. It's, oof, it's just, ah, I love it. So for anyone that doesn't know him, he worked on The Tick and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Red Sonja. He's got a huge Yeah, yeah, man, he's doing his business, man. I'm telling you, yo. He's going to get picked up soon. Yeah. He has a, a, a great future ahead of him. And look at all these stretch goals, like she said, at $1,300. They go, my man, Paul Gomez. Boy, we got Lori's book there. You know what I mean? What? I've <laughs> spoken to most everyone here, just about. Yep. They all oh, praise you. Awesome. This is amazing. Again, beautiful community, man. I, I'm telling you, that's our bookmark, and that's the plushie I just showed you. So that's my 
panel. That's from my artist. What in the hell is it, though? So he's a he's a he's a, um, a deer demon, and he's called uh, Furfur, and he's actually a dark cupid. Um, and he actually is against my character. So there, Anubis is kind of being on the good side for now. Um, and he oh. is a good guy. For anyone that comes and yells at me that Anubis is technically a good guy, he is a good guy. He's being controlled, and he does start to kind of go towards helping Sierra. And in series two, he joins the war with them. So he actually has a war of him with his army of mummies and Hecate and Hades and their army of zombies team up with my two characters to fight against heaven and hell. So, but that's series two. So you got a while. <laughs> yes. Yes. Dawn, a hundred, a salute to you. One hundred. All right. And go to Wicked Con. You know what? I've been mentioning Wicked Con. You mind if I do something really quick, Carissa? Sure. Yeah. That's this weekend, right? And I'm going to yeah. go out there and hang out with my boy from, from Critics, you know, Clap. And they keep telling me that this is a great and dope show. So I'm going to go visit. So if you guys want to hang out, you want to see what it's all about, check this out. That's right. That's this weekend, folks, at Heinz Convention Center in Boston. And from what I understand, this is a comic book-centric show. So if you love comic books and don't need another Hollywood hoopla, Wicked Comic Con is for you. Right? That's where you're going to meet awesome folks like Carissa. That's Boston, right? But you get to meet, you know, a whole bunch of people in the independent community. Awesome. And let's go. Look at this cover right here. Hey, man, Johnny probably fell in love with this cover. She has fresh <laughs> So this is actually a prequel that we wrote. It's how they met as teenagers. And um, they. so in the beginning, issue one, you see what happens. After they meet as teenagers, they had planned to run away. And the night they planned to run away, the she got buried alive. And he, when he dug her up, the father kind of intervened and shot at them and and Draven had to leave. And then when he was on his way back, her brother who was possessed by a demon killed the parents and went after her. She called her, she called Draven said, don't come here. My brother's trying to kill me. And of course the first thing he does is go straight there. She jumps out the back window, mortally wounded. He goes in the front door, calls her name. She turns around and gets hit by a car and driven off. And he gets arrested for the murder of her and her family. So for 10 years, they think that each other is dead. He gets trained as an assassin and she gets trained as a supernatural hunter. And that's like the first four pages. And then they meet in town. (laughs) So when he finally moves closer to her, it sets off an alert to angels and demons because now their souls are close to each other. And it gets them caught in a town that the demons merge with hell and it turns into like a silent hill where they can't get out. And that's pretty much where we are in book one. They're trapped in this town. That's the little rat from the prequel, Apollo. <laughs> Apollo the rat. Look at all the goodies. She was, oh, there it goes. There it goes. The hell yeah, yo. Yeah, there's shirts. There's, uh, I'm actually wearing, I'm wearing one of them. I got. Uh, hold on, hold on, Chris. You got to model that. <laughs> so I got the cover on my sweatshirt here. And it's super, super comfortable. It's super bright and colorful. And I absolutely love it. 
I have three versions of this. I have this. I have one of each. Um, I have this cover. I have the uh, Anubis cover there, and I also have Ian Chase Nichols's cover as a, a sweatshirt, a T-shirt, or a hoodie. There it is. Yeah. Epa, look at that. That's right. Oh you yeah, and it? we have a song that was written and performed, oh. and um, it's based. The lyrics were written specifically for our characters. They are Angel and Demon and Heaven and Hell War. Um, and the song on the video that you watched is a sped up version of the background music. And so this is an add-on. It's $5 and you would get both the instrumental version. It's about three minutes. I mean, it's not a short song. So you get both the instrumental and the one with the vocals. And it's an awesome, awesome song. So not okay, everyone has a theme like, song. So. so does it sound like those anime songs really rocked out and, and, and Wait, serious? It's a, no, it's a, it's a little more... Uh, electronic <laughs> it's got all these awesome beats in the background and um it's by permissible indulgence which is a new band that's uh on youtube and spotify instagram tiktok all those fun things um, also yeah, healthy are- indie musicians look at this <laughs> indie kiddo all the way with everything and there goes the creative team folks you could tell a wonderful creative team. Oh, Laurie's a script consultant. Yeah, Laurie rocks, man. Yes, she does. She's my mentor. She's the reason why I'm on all these videos. I, I wasn't in a video until her. And in fact, nobody knew what I looked like, and everyone thought I was a guy. And they would just call <laughs> me pro and son, and whatever, it's just fine by me. But um, when I met her, and I was like, oh, I didn't, I know it sounds really stupid, but I was like, I didn't know if women in horror was generally accepted. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I was new to the horror comics. I used to read like Ghost Rider and all that, but I wasn't like in a community, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, no, this is great. And we became fast friends. Uh, and then she like took me under her wing and she's like, you need to be on videos. And then here I am. Um, I, I have like uh, 38 video podcast interviews this, this campaign. So 25 more to go. Yeah. Cause she yeah. knows the secret. You, you know, she, if you don't does. believe in your own product, how will the consumer? So you got to put yourself out there and tell the consumer why they need to have this in their life. Yep. I see. And then on top of that, you're doing some such different things and just the style, again, having two writers. So you really are having two different voices in this yep. one book. It's amazing. I mean, the yeah. whole time, everything. And then look at all these things. That I'm Please <laughs> don't stop, folks. Yeah. This doesn't stop. The list is very long on all the goodies you get. So if you like merch, this is the the campaign for you. <laughs> yeah, the, the, as high as three ninety five is the highest. Yep, the, the three ninety five. It has everything. It has all the stickers, all the merch. It has um, the the metal print, the wooden print, the metal bookmarks, the tall Anubis statue. So yeah, I mean, there's only two of those. So if anyone wants one of those. Get it done like now, folks. Again, look <laughs> at this. Look at this. Oh, wait. Didn't before it said 27, now it says 28. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you got one more while we were doing the show. Yay. We need more. More. Let's get it to 1300 so we could get into that first one. All right. Yeah. So, folks, I've been, I'm okay sharing, with that. I've been sharing the link right there. All right. It's also going to be below for you to click away. And then make it rain. This is a pay week, so don't lie to me, guys. Make it rain this week. Well, right. also, so not a lot of people know this about, I guess, Kickstarter, because I've heard this a lot. But the funds don't come out until it ends. So if you do want to, you know, if you don't have the funds right now, but you will soon, 
the funds don't get taken out till May 16th at 1230. Well, look at that. It kind yeah. of times with taxes when the checks are coming in, folks. So go ahead. Use part of your refund to support an independent combo creator. Very simple. All right. Your check is coming in the mail anyway. So do the top tier. Make it rain and treat yourself to all the goodies. That's what you got to do. That's right. Yeah, baby. That's right, though. I'm with you. I'm your energy. I'm your energy. You see how supportive she is? Well, that's how all people should be. Just, you know, talk about what you love. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if you're going to criticize, be constructive. Don't be a douche. You know, all simple things in life, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's good yeah. advice right there. Don't be a douche. <laughs> yeah, don't be a douche. You know, because you know, calling people a dick is an insult to dicks. <laughs> You're when right. You're when you call somebody a pussy, you know, you know, you know how much stuff a pussy could take? You know, yeah. Calling someone a pussy is an insult to pussies. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm learning a lot on this show. I like this philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is what you do on Twitter for us, because Carissa, she active everywhere, but you, you got far worthy chaos on every. You see the logo. You see that logo. So you see that logo, you know you're at the right place. Very yeah, clean. you can pretty much search Worthy Chaos anywhere, and we're the only thing that pops up. Uh, if you go on Kickstarter and you don't have a link, Worthy Chaos, we pop up. Twitter, um, I'm, I'm most active on Twitter and Facebook, and we do have uh, a Worthy Chaos uh, page on Facebook, but people can also add me, Carissa Grant, um, on, on Facebook. I add anyone that has you know anything comic-related or you know doesn't look like spam. But uh, I am pretty active on there. But I love Twitter. I just post everything that, that pops Thank up. You. People yeah. want to talk crap about Twitter. Listen, the only time Twitter is crap is if you allow that crap into your timeline. The block button, tag blocker, all that shit is wonderful. And then you're going to just have a good time. It's very, yeah. I mean, so it's you, you block them and move on with your life. So Exactly. I don't um, stress out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, nobody... I made a comment, you know, I was trying to be funny. And then on their reply, they come off sarcastic and actually called me a jerk. So here we go. You immediately, you would never do that in real life. No. So I'm not that person. I'm the person that says, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I don't do this here. I'll give you my convention schedule and you can meet me in person. Then, then, yeah. then tell me that. I'm, I'm a 90s cat. I, I don't do this keyboard thuggery. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the, 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 the uh, keyboard warriors that feel protected. Hanging uh, yeah. behind the screen. I'll grab that very keyboard and, and do what they did and want it. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I these people that get so upset about it, just they let these people talk to them like that. Like, just block them. Like, this is, yeah, that's don't it. let them affect don't you. That's what they want. They want it's a they draining want. of your energy, of your spirit. Yeah. So don't exactly. do that. It's, it's, it's not necessary. I mean, yeah, you see, absolutely. what we do here, we spread in love and awareness of awesome projects with a great creator that has a great smile, can't stop being happy and enthusiastic about this dope project. Again, with, with even our own cheerleaders was cracking up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Having a good time. This is what it is. This is what it is to be a fun and awesome creator that spreads love. So tell us, are you going to be doing any conventions anytime soon where we could pick up this stuff in person? Um, yes, but it's this year it's mostly, uh, or now it's all Tennessee. I was in Kentucky and now I have like, I don't want to six, six, seven, seven more. Um, I am doing, um, and I have never done one before. I'm doing three horror cons, um, 
One of them has James Obar, which is my hero. He's the creator of The Crow, and I cannot wait to get an autograph from him. And that is uh, June 9th in Alcoa. Uh, that is um, uh, FrankenCon. Uh, and this is only their second year, but they have some really great guests. Uh, and then in August, we have CreepyCon, which I heard is awesome. And then September 9th, there is, uh, if you've ever gone to Gatlinburg, the Smoky Mountain uh, Horror Con is there. And then for Knoxville, I have, and I think this is July, I have Fanboy, which is pretty big, I've heard, is pretty big. Um, and then I have a couple of smaller ones, um, Rocky Top Gaming one, but it's three days, so I don't know how small that is. And then I have Nashville, and that is uh, also June. It's going to be a busy, I think like it, uh, the last week in May, I have the, the Tabletop uh, Gaming Marathon Con, and then I have... The creepy con, uh, the Franken con, and then the very next week I have Nashville con. So it's like three weeks in a row I have these these cons. Um, oh, yeah. I, oh, listen, take your vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the con yeah. crud is real, and you know if you're gonna do that many, woo, you you better you better eat good. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's gonna be yeah, but I'll have um, a lot of merch and um, yeah. some of the statues probably. Um, I have a really weird thing that I have. I'm probably not going to sell, but I I'm going to show it anyway. I was at the last con, and it's uh, a pipe cleaner, Anubis. And a pipe um, oh. yeah, <laughs> yes. Like he literally sat there for, for an hour and just put this together. It, it's like the weirdest thing ever. And um, I was going to add him to uh, my con, my my campaign, but it, I have to play with it for a while first before I I, I do that. Um, but uh, yeah, and we, I mean, we, we ha we're pretty much going to release every other month. My artist is really fast. Uh, our next one is June 20th, then August 13th, and October 3rd is going to be our seventh issue with our book one graphic novel. So we're going to have like them together. Um, and that's going to end on Halloween because the following year, last year, we started on Halloween. So it's going to be one year of doing the comics by then. So it's only been six months now. So <laughs> I've done a lot in six months, but. <laughs> which is great. Which is yeah. great. You know, you've built a presence, you're building an audience, you're building community, and you're building a wonderful world here along with your partner. So keep yeah. doing what you do here, Chris. So just last thing here is any words of advice for up and comers? Um, I'm going to say uh, definitely do something if you're passionate about it, don't do this for the money. Do it. You can make money eventually. I'm sure you can. I've seen people make money. Uh, I'm just looking. I'm just looking for yeah. I'm just looking for enough to pay my artists so I can keep making these. But um, have a passion for it. It is a lot of work. And and I will say ahead of time, uh, unlike me and that jumped into it in four seconds. Um, have a plan. Um, but definitely the hardest part of the entire process. It's not writing. It's not scripting. It is marketing, <laughs> Get, getting yourself seen. Like I have complete faith in my story. I actually, I, I have, I am not modest at all. Like, I mean, I, like I, when it comes to my writing, I don't like my writing, I, I, but I love my storytelling and I'm very proud of this, you know, this story. Um, so I have a lot of faith in it, but getting it, people to see it is the effort, you know, to getting them. It doesn't matter how good your product is if no one sees it. So, uh, and, and I do a lot of marketing. I, I, I also do, um, I don't, I don't cold uh, DM people with like, you know, whatever, but if they do it to me, <laughs> I, I do it right back. Like, yeah, right back at you. Here's my link. <laughs> I'll follow yours. You follow mine and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, 
But uh, I did you, like. You I, see that attitude, folks? That's the attitude you take. That an insult and shit. You know, hey, you, you mess with them right back. Word, I promote yours. You promote mine. That's it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and more than anything, um, don't Big look calm. at other. Hey, hey. Uh, don't look at other indie creators as competition. They're not. They're your people and they're su- your support system. And from the very minute I joined, I, Twitter was my first thing. I'd never been on Twitter until I started. Someone's like, you got to be on social media. I was like, damn it. So I joined Twitter and it's been six months and we have almost 5,000 followers on there. You sound like most of my Comic Crusaders team. I kind of had them go on Twitter just to make it easier for communication's sake. Yeah. They all gave me that damn it thing. And months later, they're like, oh, man, this is so great. I was like, oh, now it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't want to do this social media thing. But I, all my friends I've met through there. I met Lori through there. I met uh, a lot, a lot of people on there. I met Sam Carter on there. He's He does uh, the great comics. He's a letter. He's doing movies and stuff. I mean, he's amazing. And everyone I've met on there, you know, instantaneous be like, hey, you're a horror, you, you know, you're into horror, you're into comics, you know, let's, let's talk, let's figure this out. And, and, um, and it was, and it was so funny because my in-laws came and they were so excited about it. They're like, oh, there must be so much competition in this field. And I was like, no, I mean, I, I would say my first campaign was funded by other fellow supporters that were trying to keep me afloat till I can get out there. And I owe all of them. And um, I support them all back. And I always try to share, you know, so don't look at anyone as competition. Everyone is your community and they're there to support you. Yeah, for yeah. real. I hate that. That's all parents. Oh, you've got a lot of competition. What competition? I'm me, yeah. they're them. And we yeah. do shit different. And that's what it is. I'm not yeah. competing with nobody, you know. And if somebody feels threatened by me, then I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's all up here, folks. All right. That's so right. with that, Carissa, thank you so much for your time. It's been hella fun. Folks, Thanks. fund the project. Let me show the link one last time before we go. <laughs> all right. And it's also below. But make sure right there, look for Worthy Chaos all over socials on the Kickstarter, the campaign live now. Check out the website so you can get all those backages you missed, all right? And goodies. And of course, follow on social, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and hit me up on Facebook and send me a message. And if anybody, you know, listening has a project that they're going to work on or need help with a Kickstarter, I am more than happy. I've been through all the tribulations and troubles with Kickstarter. I am more than happy to help people set up, you know, and get them started. And uh, I've, I've actually helped people do scripts and stuff. So I'm all up for helping everyone. And Dawn will follow you around if you're nice yes, to her. Thank you, Dawn. You're amazing. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, ASAP is signing up right now. Thanks, Asa. Right. Shout out to, to Hades and, and to Tom, my dude, and everybody that, that that was just quiet and lurking in the background there. We appreciate you. Much love. As always, I'm Al Mega. Check out my extended family over at undercoverkicks.com. Check out my other podcast, the Al Mega Podcast, the AMP. And follow my family, Common Crusaders, baby, all right? Turn on notifications, subscribe. Hasta la próxima. Wepa! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 